Hi, welcome back to the I Am Broken podcast. I'm your host, Robin, and I want to say thank you for joining me tonight. Before I get started, let me open up with a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I come before you tonight. Just want to say thank you. Thank you for just all that you are and all that you have provided and given. Lord, I thank you for just allowing me to be a vessel and a tool that you will use to bring forth your word. Lord, I pray that whoever hears tonight, Father God, not only hear, but be doers of the word that they hear. And I thank you that they will give you glory, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you will touch my mouth, Father God, that you will touch my words, Father God, that they will become your words, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for the platform. I thank you for all that will join tonight. And so, Lord, I just cover it by the blood of your son and your spirit. And I just say thank you. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 How is everyone doing? You know, um, <laughs> this has been an interesting last couple weeks, um, but I'm excited today because my son is in the States and I get to see my grandbaby for the first time this weekend and I'm just elated. I cannot wait. Um, I wish I could leave today. Um, they landed this this afternoon. And so I'm just grateful and thankful to God for allowing them to cross the water safely. I pray that she did well on the trip. But I'm also grateful for just everything that God has been doing in my life. Um, the things that he's been showing me over the last several weeks about who I am. Um, and it's just so crazy because every time he gives me a topic to talk about, I feel like I'm living it or I, I have to go through it first. And and tonight's topic, honestly, is where I've been at. Um, and truthfully speaking, I've probably been more on the victim side than the victorious side of this. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about tonight. Victim or victor? Are you the one who plays the victim card? Or are you the one that is victorious in the situation? And so there were several things as I was, you know, doing my research for this that just kept jumping out at me. And I started to think about my thoughts and where I actually was. So, you know, social media, y'all, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that I needed it, I needed for my business, um, as far as my podcast and my books, honestly, y'all, I wouldn't be on social media. Why? Because it's a trap. And if you're not careful, you will be comparing your life, your situation, your circumstances to what you're seeing other people put out there in front of you. And truthfully speaking, do we really know that their life is really going the way that they want to portray it on social media? You know, anymore, I think people use social media as a tool and a resource to just hide behind who they truly are. And honestly, I have found myself stuck in a comparison trap. Again, being the victim and not the victor in the situation. Why? Because... You know, I could look at my situation a thousand times over and pick out everything that I feel is wrong and not even pick out the things that are right. But 
that's where we have to get to a place in. We have to get to a place where we start looking at what's right and not what's wrong. Because if we stay stuck on looking at what's wrong, that's how you get sucked into playing the victim role. And so tonight's topic is victim. Are you the one who plays the victim card? Or are you victorious over your situation and your circumstance? And one of the things that came to mind when I thought about this is because a lot of times when we think about someone who plays the victim, you know, that comes through in their conversations, in their behaviors, just all different kind of things. But the one thing that came to mind, and I used to do this often, and I really need to get back into it. You know, I talk about, I talked before about like different types of fasts that you can do. And you know, for a while there, I fasted from social media, which, like I said, if it wasn't for the fact that I, I use it to talk about my podcast and my book, honestly, I would never be on social media, but I am getting ready to do a word fast. Y'all probably say a word fast. What, Robert, what do you mean by that? Closing my mouth and being in his word. So when thoughts try to come up on me, um, using God's word to combat those negative thoughts, get some of that energy that's not benefiting me anywhere out because it impacts every aspect of your life if you let it. And I have found in the last couple of weeks, I probably have been playing the victim card in my thoughts not really verbalizing it per se, but in my thoughts a whole lot in the last couple of weeks. And this is just me being honest. So I'm going to just jump right on into it. Y'all know I'm the Google queen. So of course, you know, I Google some stuff and yeah. So a victim focus on outward pressures while a victor focus on inward confidence. Someone with a victim mentality only sees the problems around them. Someone with a victor mentality will look within themselves to find solutions and carry on. And a lot of times it's like almost like a double edged sword, so to speak, because you don't really want to allow the outward things to impact you. But I think sometimes we pick and choose what we will allow it to impact and what won't impact us, basically. And. So, yeah, so social media has definitely been my downfall um, over the last several weeks. And, And so the difference between a victim and a victor, the victim blames others. The victor will look at will look to himself. And a lot of times we have to take responsibility for where we are. And most of the time we don't want to do that. It's easier to shift the blame on somebody or something. Um, The victim wants to hear lies, but the victor will get to the truth. And we all know God's word is the truth. The devil is the father of lies. The victim feels like they can't succeed. The victor feels like they must succeed. See, there's one word that separates that. Can't and must. And a lot of times, I think some of us like staying in that 
in that because of the attention that it gets us, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And sometimes we don't, it doesn't matter if it's good attention or bad attention. We just want attention. The victim focuses on outward pressures. The victor focuses on inward confidence. That's what I just read in my opening statement. A victim focuses on outward pressures while a victor focuses on inward confidence. No difference. Life is going to happen. Ideally, nobody has great days or good days every day. That's just life. Why? Because things happen. We're human. But God's grace and mercy covers us for for our humanity. And thankful it does because honestly, where would we be if we didn't have it? The victim uses excuses to quit. The victor finds ways to keep going. Now, do y'all know folks that... um, I know somebody right now who has allowed their circumstances and their situations. Every time things get hard, something happens that impacts everything in their life. It impacts everyone who's surrounded by them. And it's just so interesting how a lot of times, and I know sometimes it's easier said than done because again, I've been this way probably for the last couple of weeks. So I knew that this would be a podcast that I actually was going to talk about. Why? Because I've been dealing with it for the last couple of weeks. And so, and I know sometimes it's easier said than done to not quit or want to quit, you know, but you know, again, a victim uses excuses to quit a victor will find ways to keep going. And that's really all about what it's all about. Keep going, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what it sounds like, keep getting up, keep going. Why? Because that's another opportunity that you have to do something great, even if it's not for you, but for someone else. And a lot of times when we are in our feelings or we're just consumed by us or what we have going on, It is hard to be a blessing or see the blessing. Somebody could be trying to bless you, but you can't see it because you caught up in you. The victim feels like things happen to them on purpose, that they have little or even no control over that. It is always everyone else's fault. The victor feels like they can use a skill or develop an attitude or behavior that will improve their position. Y'all, again, it is easy to blame something or someone else for whatever is going on in your life because you don't want to take responsibility. But we have to be adult-like. We have to be mature and own up from bad decisions, whatever it could be, you know, um, that has you where you are and and has you feeling this way. It's like I can't blame anybody for what I chose to allow in my psyche and in my senses watching and looking at everybody on social media. I, I can't blame other people for that because I could choose not to look at it and not get caught up with what I'm seeing on social media. 
That's I'm responsible for that. Nobody makes me go there and look at that. That's my doing. A victim's mindset is rooted in trauma, distress, and pain most of the time. So now, when I saw that, I began to think about how, you know, when you're a kid and different things happen to you in your life and not even realizing that something from your past, something that was traumatic for you, open the door for that mindset or that mentality for you to have that mindset or that mentality. And truthfully speaking, when I was younger, um, I was sexually molested for 10 years of my life. So there's a part of my life that I can't even remember y'all. And I guess it's a good thing that I can't remember. I don't know that I would want to remember it. Um, But for so long, I used, I was so angry, so bitter. Um, And I blamed so many different people for what happened. I blamed myself. I blamed my mother. You know, of course, the the person who did it, I blamed them. And just everything else that happened and, and, and was going on in my life coming up, I blamed because of that. And then I had kids. That was a game changer for me because it was because of my kids that I had to look at life differently. It was still a struggle. It was still very difficult to face and different things like that. Why? Because he never apologized and none of that other stuff. So that's the other thing. So if you waiting on somebody to apologize for something that they did or some hurt that they might've inflicted on you or caused you, don't wait for it. You might be waiting the rest of your life. You might go to your grave still waiting for that apology and may never get it. Why? Because a lot of times when someone is has done something to you, they don't think that they've done anything. And that's what I was looking at. He didn't think he did anything. And so I God had to really deal with me about love and forgiveness. And it wasn't until I started working on my book that I actually started to understand what forgiveness really meant. Because if I had not forgiven him, that would have still been holding me hostage. And I couldn't move forward from that. I wouldn't have never went on to get my college education, you know, my kids, all different kind of things that were good but I never focused on the good because it just seemed like there was so many other things that I thought was wrong going on that my attention had. So anyway, you can learn from your past, but you don't have to live in it. I saw that quote and I thought that was good because that's absolutely correct. It's the past for a reason. Learn from it. You ain't got to stay there. It's a stepping stone to get you where you're supposed to be going. And sometimes we just have to use whatever nuggets, whatever pebbles, whatever stones we get, we have to use it one pebble at a time to help get us where we're trying to be at. 12 signs you have victim mentality. One, recognize the self-loathing stage. When you start thinking bad things only happen to you, 
woe is me, pity party was the two things that came to mind. Change your mindset immediately. Think about what you can do to turn things around. Refocus your mind on positive thoughts, motivational things. Surround yourself with positive people who will encourage you, who will celebrate you. And a lot of times it's really hard to celebrate yourself when you can't see past your situation or your circumstance. And so I call it the woe is me pity party. I don't know how many of those I had. Luckily for me that I had good people around me that would not allow me to stay there. You can't live there because if you stay there, then you will never get where God wants you to be if you stay there. Number two, recognize when you start looking back at the past with regrets. Grieve for your mistakes and bury them. Looking back will only delay your progress. Use the mistakes not only as a reminder never to go back, but also to see how far you have come. Learn from them and move on. Now, the thing that got me was grieve for your mistakes and bury them. That's a trauma. Anytime you have had trauma or loss, you're grieving something. And so we make mistakes, but we can't stay there. We can't let them hold us hostage. You won't be able to move on. And it's so easy to do, you know, because sometimes I just want to sit in it. Let me just sit in it, have my moment. When I'm done, I'm going to come out of it. You know, but again, it's good to have good people around you that you know will be praying for you, that who will encourage you a lot of times you have to learn how to encourage yourself can't be waiting for somebody else to come along and encourage you because that may not happen either number three recognize when you are comparing your achievements to others when you start comparing yourself to others you view as better off you are playing the victim you will never be happy being someone else so accept yourself and love who you are Work on becoming the best version of yourself. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, looking at social media, looking at, oh, this famous person, they're, you know, on some island doing some things that I would like to hope or think that I would experience sometime in my life before God takes me. Um, what it would feel like to not have to be worried about planning a trip we could just get on a flight and go um just that type of because that's the kind of stuff that I've been looking at and it has like really irritated me so bad that I literally had to just stop following certain people on social media why because again just there's stuff in the news feed just making me just like ugh, you know like, how did they, you know, so again, it's easy to get caught up. And honestly, it's only one of you. God only made one of you. And he's expecting us to do the very best that we can with what he's given us. So love yourself and work on becoming the best version of yourself. It's not for you. It's for somebody else.
I know. <laughs> Number four, you aren't happy with your success when you start looking at your achievements and not seeing much. You're feeling sorry for yourself. Start celebrating your achievements, no matter how small and insignificant they may seem to you. Do not diminish all the things you achieved thus far. This will prevent you from appreciating anything else in the future. Happiness is a choice. Work hard to achieve your goals. And that is absolutely correct. A lot of times we should be happy with the small victories. We be wanting this big stuff. You know, I've been talking about my whole weight loss thing. And um, I'm down quite a bit of pounds. But what was happening was, was every time I go in to weigh in and had to meet with the counselor who's been working with me throughout this process, she would never say anything that was encouraging to me. It was like, oh, I see where, you, you know, you've, you're doing good with this, but then she would tell me about something else that she thought might be wrong and she wanted me to do this. And, and I literally had to just tell this lady last week, look, I'm not going to be a guinea pig for you. I'm not doing any more tests. I'm just trying to get through this, this program and, and get myself, get my stuff where it's under control. And so my sister said to me yesterday, consistency is the key. She said, and you're probably one of the most consistent people I know, and you're doing good. Just don't stop. Keep going. And she's absolutely correct. But I couldn't see past that. Why? Because I know it's going to be a slow process for me. And I still, you know, I, I wrapped my mind around it being a slow process. But sometimes I wonder if I'm really, if I have really prepared myself for the slow process. So mentally, I said I was prepared for it, but my actions and behaviors don't display that because I allow something that she would say week after week. I would leave that doctor's office in tears, y'all, crying from something that she said, not thinking about you're doing good. Just keep going because I'm really tired of this dieting thing, y'all. Number five, you are becoming withdrawn. You find yourself wanting to be by yourself, then you're playing the victim. Never abandon the relationships you have and become withdrawn when you are feeling sad. Make the effort to hang around positive people who will encourage and motivate you. I just said that earlier. I know for me, a lot of times when I do have things going on, I do withdraw away from people because why? I don't want to offend or wound anybody, you know, especially if they don't have anything to do with what's going on with me. Again, a lot of times it is just so easy to blame or take stuff out on people that you know care about you because they're the closest ones to you. But that doesn't make it okay. And we have to be adult and take ownership for our attitude, our behaviors, and our demeanors because, again, you have to think about the decisions you made. Nobody forced your hand. Nobody didn't force my hand. To look at social media. Nobody forced my hand to start having those thoughts based off of the things that I seen with somebody else. Seeing all these folks getting married and still trying to figure out, Lord, what is it? When is it going to be my turn? And of course, you know, you have people who say, girl, just wait, it's coming. It's very easy for you to say that if you already booed up or you married or Whatever the case might be, 
again, it's easy to say those things when just two seconds ago, you was here. And you didn't want nobody telling you that. But that's what you'll tell somebody else. But anyway, number six, start placing the blame. You start placing the blame when you start blaming someone or something for the state you are in. You are in, you must realize that you are responsible for your life and achievements. Blaming others will only prevent you from improving. Accept that you have erred and work to improve your future. As a man thinketh, the word says that, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the thing that you think about yourself, what you're telling God is, is that his son going to the cross for those things was not worth it because This is how you think about you. And that's not who he is. And he didn't make us to be that way. Number seven, you see yourself as a failure. You know you are wallowing in being the victim. You can never be a failure as long as you are prepared to keep fighting. Remember, you only fail when you give up. God will never fail you. Matter of fact, if you really just look back over your life, You can look at all the times and see where his hand was in your life. People, humans may fail you. He will never fail you. And in his word, it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So not only will he never fail you, he won't even forsake you. People will abandon you. They will talk about you. They will do all kinds of things. They will turn their backs on you, but he never will. And it's so interesting how he will never do that to us, but we do that to him all the time and I was good for it y'all be first one to tell you that I was good for when life hit the last thing I was doing was in my word or reading praying talking about the I wasn't trying to hear about God I was angry bitter all different kind of things and I blamed God for why I was where I was when the truth of the matter is is if it had not been for his grace and his mercy See, that's what happens when you live in condemnation all those years. Yes, Christian, say I am. And I know that therefore there is now no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. But not understanding that concept, I lived in it for years. And it wasn't until probably within the last maybe six to seven years that I learned about his grace for real, for real. His grace covered me. And it still covers me and it covers you. Number eight, you are not able to forgive. If you are not able to forgive those who have hurt or harmed you, including yourself, you must be prepared to forgive those who have caused you harm, not for them, but for you. You must forgive yourself in the process. When you, when you forgive, you are giving yourself permission to be free. I love that. And like I said, God taught me about forgiveness a long time ago. A long, long time ago. I learned that it was not for them. It was for me. But just to see that it's giving you, giving yourself permission to be free. We know that where the Lord is, there's liberty and freedom. You're free in him and Christ. Forgiveness is a key thing in this life because life is not going to always look the way we want it to look. 
things are not going to always be the way we want them to be. But you got to learn how to forgive others. But most importantly, forgive yourself. Number nine, you have become angry and bitter. You must you must make a, a conscious effort to allow these things to make the, to allow these things to make you angry or bitter. To not allow these things to make you angry or bitter. You'll be the one to suffer. So anger and bitterness, they operate together. And if you let it sit long, (laughs) it's going to be trouble. The word that came to mind was be angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun go down. If you know that your brother or sister have all, make it right. Because newsflash, y'all, tomorrow ain't promised and guaranteed to none of us. And if you wake up because he he breathed on you and he gave you yet another day, make that right. I just don't want to leave here feeling like I could have fixed things and I chose not to because of the past. Um, So, yeah. Don't let anger and bitterness set in because it doesn't do anything but rot away at your soul. And it just kills you. It's a dead, a slow kill, basically. And you're the only one that really suffers for it. Because if you notice, people will go on with their lives. You be stuck. They still going on. You stuck at where they where they left you at. And they're they're still they going on like. They ain't never did nothing like nothing ever happened. Don't it just amazes you how quickly people get over things? That's what I've just found that always to be very interesting. You won't acknowledge certain aspects. You won't acknowledge your part. You won't take responsibility for your part. But it's easy for you to just get over it. And you expect somebody else to get over it as quickly as you got over it. That's not how life works. Some people, it takes time for some people to process things. I know for me, it might take me a little bit more time depending on who the individual was. How do I value the relationship? All that is a factor in that. So, you know, if you're one of those people that can forgive and forget quickly, amen to you. If you don't hold on to anger and bitterness, amen to you. I try not to be angry and bitter And definitely try not to hold on to it. But if you know that it's wrong and you need to make it right, make it right. Number 10, you stop caring about your appearance. If you find you are no longer taking care of yourself, you are in a self-destructive mode. Your appearance is very important when you are going through difficult times. Take care of yourself. For you, choose clothes that fit properly and try not to become an emotional eater. Now, I was a snacker and since I've been on this diet, I have not had the urge to do sugar, carbs, breads, you know, snacks and different things like that. I've had my sister and different ones around me that have been eating things that I would like to eat, but I don't have the craving for them. Um, interesting this past weekend my sister's organization we had the tea party for the girls and their moms and it was phenomenal awesome turnout they everybody just had a great time and I made up in my mind that I was going to try certain things and I did 
And I didn't feel bad about it. I was tired. You know, we had worked very hard to put that together and and just different things like that. And so that was my reward to myself. But did I stay in that and continue to, to pack on those bad? No, I didn't. I got back on my diet like I was doing. And and I had to be true to that, you know. Um, and 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 truthfully speaking, when you haven't eaten certain things in a very long time, y'all, my stomach was hurting. I thought I was just not going to make it because I felt sick. (laughs) So, you know, this is working. It's working, right? I felt sick when I ate that stuff, y'all. But anyway, number 11, when you take rejections hard, if you find it difficult to take rejections, you consider yourself a victim. Nobody likes being rejected. When you find you take it too personal, then you're allowing the rejection to be who you are. A person may reject you, not because they have issues with you, but because they are having problems of their own. People will criticize you based on their perception of themselves. That blew my mind back. People will criticize, not criticize you. People will critique you based on their perception of themselves so y'all yeah (laughs) so you know again that's something that I definitely need to work on not taking things too personal but you know for me um, I equate rejection with abandonment because I had so many different issues growing up um, and so many struggles growing up Um, and so for me when that's something that I'm faced with. I look at it like you've abandoned me. And I know that's not the pro- the correct way to view things. Um, you know, but at the same time, I'm being honest with you. Um, and it just a lot of times is interesting because, you know, you'll have people say, it's not you, it's me. Well, if it isn't me, then why are you doing it to me? And then furthermore, why am I allowing you to do it to me? I sit and think about that stuff all the time, that kind of stuff all the time. Why am I allowing it? Sometimes you could just want something so badly that you will settle. You will give in. You will do things that you normally would not do. And that is not who he is calling us to be. He died on the cross for rejection, abandonment, and everything else that we would face in this life. We have to do better, y'all. Number 12, you are no longer taking risk. You are no longer willing to take the necessary risk to succeed. To succeed, you must be prepared to take the risk. Without risk, you will not be rewarded. You cannot be afraid or lack confidence in your abilities. You cannot be afraid or lack confidence in God's abilities because what you're saying is, is that he made a mistake when he created you and we know he made mistakes. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew you before you knew him. He chose you. You didn't choose him. He chose you. And so again, at the end of the day, he is a rewarder of those who diligent seek him diligently seek him but first those that come to him must believe that he is 
Again, you have to believe, don't doubt his capabilities and his abilities because he's not you. We are not him. He's perfect in every way. And he will give you the things that you need in order to do what he's calling you to do. Don't operate in fear. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Operate in those attributes and characteristics because that's who he is and that's who he made you to be. So if I wanted to leave you with this last thing, you must understand you are special. The fact that you are still alive means you have already won. Yes, you are a winner. You are a victor and will forever be one. So start accepting who you are and start living a victorious life like you've. It's already won. And it's funny because it really ain't fair. The devil was defeated a long time ago when Jesus gave up the ghost. And then he returned three days later. He died and came back. He got up. So he was defeated, he, which makes you a winner already. Why? Because he got up. And because he got up, you keep getting up. If God gives you the breath and the opportunity, take it. Take it. That's the only thing I can I can say to you is if he gives it to you, take it. Take advantage of every opportunity, every moment that God gives you. Because time is something that we can never get back. So like today is a day we will never see again. So you have to take advantage of the things that he has given and provided for you. So. You know, that's all I actually have for you today. Um, where you can find this podcast, of course, on Amazon Music, Spotify, Google, Apple, Podbean, of course, um, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. You know, um, if you do not follow me, I am on Instagram. You can find me at broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Um, that's the best place to find me actually, because I usually post about what I got going on, um, and what I have coming up, of course, the podcast episodes. Um, if you know someone who's interested in sponsoring my podcast, please hit me up broken underscore zero one 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 two one. Let me know if you know of an opportunity for me, um, because I am looking for sponsors. Um, also, um, we are closing out, um, our year for more than my pretty face. Um, it has truly been a phenomenal year. Um, these months have just went by so fast, y'all. The girls are doing phenomenal and it's just so amazing to see how they're growing and how they are evolving and changing and just, it's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So if you want to know more about what we have coming up or what we will be doing in the near future, go to morethanmyprettyface.org. Um, also, my friend's organization, Empower Him, is for men who have been in the prison system and wants to be entrepreneurs. If you know anyone, send them to empowerhim.org. 
um, opportunities for you to volunteer, donate to both organizations. They are awesome. If you did not know, I'm a self-published author. You can find my book on Amazon. The title of it is Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question. Um, my name is Robin. My last name is Griggs. If you want to find it that way. If you know someone who needs a word of encouragement, it's a small, tiny book, but it packs a powerful word. It was it took me 12 years to to do it um, and just to see, you know, it on paper to see what God is just how he's used that part of my life um, for somebody else has been awesomely amazing. Um, just so thankful and grateful. Um, but before I go, let me close out with a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for this time. Father God, I want to say thank you for just allowing me to bring your word on this platform. I thank you for the platform that you have given to me. I thank you for the ears that tuned in to hear. Lord, I just thank you for who you are because why you are awesome. And if because of you that we can. And so I thank you, Lord, for your son. I thank you for his blood. And I thank you for your spirit. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Before I forget, one last thing. Um, I am not going to have any more podcasts the rest of this month because I'm traveling pretty much most of the month. So I will pick back up the first Tuesday in June. I may or may not jump on to do some lives on Instagram throughout this month since I'm not really doing the podcast per se. So you can just catch me on there again, broken underscore zero one one one. Two one. And again, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Robin. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Thank you. Have a good one.